Okay, so we are continuing our last episode. We had to cut it off because we were going over. So oh, just, this, a, just a little bit, just a hair. This is now part two of the first episode yes, the, on Stranger the Things. The continuation of Stranger Things, episode one, and getting into deeper philo- philosophical uh, things. Uh, so what do you think is going to happen in this season? Like, just random guess. Just like, just like you don't even have any evidence. Random guess. But you think this is going to... Well, okay, this is what I think. I think Elle's going to get her powers back. Probably in like the most timely manner. Uh, we kind of hinted that someone else might get powers. Like you were thinking the redhead might get Max, powers. I think that Max is going to get powers. But that would be so lame. That, that would mean like powers can transfer co- co- yeah, consciousness. I think that there's that we're going to find out that something relating to that first scene of Eleven when she was a kid, you know, hmm. and ki- like maybe killed all those other kids. Oh, yeah. Spoiler alert. Uh, sorry. Um, <laughs> when she killed all those other kids, I think that. I mean, I don't know for sure if she did. I'm just assuming that's what that scene meant. But that I think that's going to have to do with this season, with her getting bullied. Mm. I think those are somehow intertwined. Yeah. That she's lost her powers because of those, because of what she did to those kids. And I think that for some reason, Max might start getting powers. Oh, wait. I thought you were talking about Max. Who are you, who are you talking about? No, Eleven. Remember at the beginning when all those kids died? Yeah. In Eleven's lab. Oh, you, th- you think Eleven's going to get back her powers? I think, no, I think Eleven, there's something to do with that that's making her lose her powers right now. And how she's oh, getting bullied at school, okay. I think it relates because of her interaction with other kids in the past. Right. And her interaction with other kids now, I think it's fucking with her powers for some reason. Interesting. And I think that Max is for some reason going to gain powers. Okay. I mean, that's uh, that's not half bad. Um, it does kind of ruin the lore of Elle, though, that she... That she powers can be transferred but uh we'll see i can't figure out why so that's good writing yeah no i mean definitely the the uh bridge has been broken the the veil between these two worlds have have been torn you know basically uh, the evil can go in go out whenever it wants to apparently now and attack people's nightmares kind of like a lot of horror films in the past um actually i just realized she thinks that her dad died Right? She thinks that David Harbour died. Uh, yeah, L. So that's probably why she did that project on him. Of course. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't, I didn't put that together until <laughs> no. right now. Yeah, no, the dad died. So that's why, like, my dad's my hero. And, yeah. And yeah, the whole diorama. Yeah. I thought it was really cool in class when she started saying, like, no, my, like, my dad is a hero. He, like, he, he was, uh... He saved um, XYZ people in a mall fire. Mm-hmm. And then the kids just like didn't know what to say. And then they got really awkward and like almost like it was like that weird blame shifting thing where they almost made like her look crazy for like overreacting, you know, like because all the kids got really uncomfortable when she started actually saying why he was a hero. And I thought that was a really good portrayal of humanity because it's like, you can push someone and push someone and be such a can be super mean. And then when they actually start defending themselves, now they're now they look like the crazy one. If there's anyone that I want to die in Stranger Things a season four, it's definitely that popular girl from Elle's school. 
I just like some people just just mm, they just they're asking for it. I tell you, they're just asking for it. Well, you know what? Not to get super philosophical, but this is a podcast. So one thing that I'm actually kind of randomly learning this year, I feel like in my life is that even like the even like the the enemies, the people that you don't like in life that have like really that they can act kind of evil sometimes like there's you. I'm starting to believe that there's usually some reason for that. Like they have their own hurt as well. And I know that that's been a theory for a long time, like that basically everyone is good in the world and there's people are only evil because of like evil that's happened to them or whatever. I know that that's like a theory and I used to kind of shit on it. But now I'm starting to see some things from my own personal experiences with other people that I'm seeing like, some people can act evil and it's not acceptable. It's not acceptable to have antisocial behavior. And when I say antisocial, I don't mean being quiet. I mean antisocial in, in like um in a psychological sense, I think usually means like you basically don't act towards other human humans the way that humans are supposed to. You know, you act in ways that are either aggressive or violent or evil. Just, you know, that's not acceptable. But that doesn't mean that there's not a reason for it. There's sometimes they are like that because of their own hurt. Anyways, I'm going on a lot, but I I wouldn't actually wish anything bad to happen to that character. I think that's too easy. I think that you have to kind of address why she's like that and she needs help to to stop being like that. Oh, that's nice, Erica. Yeah, that's what I That's think. really nice. Yeah, I mean, if like the mind flare could just like stomp on her head or something, like something or maybe just oh, like the like the, what happened to the cheerleader? That's perfectly acceptable, oh. you know, as well. Um, but yes, yes, I uh, for hundreds of years now, the the theory that we make our own monsters um, it was very strong, uh, and a lot of people have different uh, feelings about that. I personally feel like if someone turns you into a monster and you do monstrous things, that doesn't necessarily like uh wipe away the monstrous things that you do no it doesn't so it doesn't it doesn't cancel it out but it 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 gives you a place of compassion i think for those people because so for example like narcissism um oh, a wow, lot that's of such a random topic a lot of narcissists i i was reading about it and a lot of narcissists become narcissists because their parents were overly critical of them to the point that they they they're like perfectionistic about themselves like they have to be perfect or else like nothing else is good enough and it's a thing in psychology like narcissists are typically actually very low self-esteem and that's why their ego is so fragile and that's why they constantly seek sources of like admiration and the way that they use and abuse people and discard them is like not okay that's not acceptable but getting that insight into why they're like that, it actually gives you hope for them because they can change. But according to the article I read, sometimes it's it's very hard for a narcissist to change because they have to be willing to seek improvement for themselves, which is kind of, it's a circular problem. They don't usually see themselves as the problem. They see others as the problem. Hmm. But if they can get to the point where they see themselves as the, as the problem, they can get help because basically it, it's like anything else with us. It starts in childhood and you, you have like, 
you know, a, um, like either an overly admiring parent that praises you way too much or you were neglected and you didn't have anyone to take care of your needs. So you learn to be really selfish and you start taking care of your own needs or your parents were like extremely critical and you became like a perfectionist about your, your own performance. So it's just, I know that was like a long tangent, but it's, yes. it's in, but they say that these days in our population, it's like one out of 10 or something now. Like narcissism is becoming more and more prevalent in our generation, um, compared to other generations before the, um, it's called the NPI. I think it's the narcissistic personality inventory over the decades has slowly increased with like social media and all that. All that to say, there's a reason for villainhood sometimes, I think. Wow. I don't think people are necessarily innately evil. You know what? I think you missed your calling as a psychologist. Do you think that people are innately evil? Or do you think that people are made to be evil? I think both. Okay. Yeah. I think made to be evil is definitely on the 90-10 aspect. But I, I do think 10% of people are just off, like from birth. And you're just like, and that probably, you know, it probably includes all the sociopaths and uh, psychopaths yeah. and stuff like that. But like, they just don't know how to human. Yeah. And it th- that's a little, that's sad, but it's also freaking scary. Yeah. Because it's like, they might be able to learn how to pretend, but they might, you know, turn around. I think most of your mass murderers were sociopaths. Yeah. They acted like they were perfectly normal human beings. They were actually pretty, like, they acted like they were good members of society, and they literally had 30 bodies in their basement. That's actually, that's antisocial, like, behavior. The the uh, desire to, like, kill other humans. It's like, a, it's if you just, like, think about us like animals for a second, like, it's not, Wolf. it's it's not natural Done. to, what? No, nothing. Are you going to talk about animal fries? Oh, yeah, that reminds me. I this, this podcast, I don't know if I mentioned it before, but is brought to you by uh, uh, Animal Fries. Delicious okay. animal fries made from real animal parts. Oh, my God. Anyways, it's typically like humans work together because of community and village and just everything that you're supposed to do, pro-social behavior. So there are always those cases, even now, uh, obviously, of people that have antisocial behavior. And antisocial doesn't just mean being a hermit. Antisocial means, like, physically desiring to kill other humans or, like, having weirdly aggressive thoughts towards other people. These things are part of it's, – it's a disorder. And it doesn't mean that you're – so my take on it is is that yeah you're right I think that there's like a small a very small percentage of the population that's actually just born off before any environmental factors come in. I think that those people that little percentage if they also have like the right combination of a really bad environment, I think that that's what kind of creates serial killers, mm. you know. Um but at the end of the day, that is still a, like a neuron f- misfiring. That's like a part of their brain that was just genetically off from birth. I don't think that makes them evil. I think it just makes them different biologically. I want to ask you something. Uh, do you think I'm off? Like, uh, I have a lot of tendencies that you probably don't know about. Uh, like, I like to torture animals. Okay. Now, when I mean torture, I don't mean physically. Is this why Foxy's always in a weird mood whenever I get Well, home? you know, I like to force dress them up as like little Victorian characters and have my own little plays. Okay. Yeah. Uh, some people might say that's torture. I see it as art. Well, what do you think? 
I mean, like they're not getting any culture. Like, like what, what kind of, you know, like they, they don't have any drama. They don't have any kind of uh, theater in their lives. And I'm just trying to bring a little bit of, you know, art into these little creatures lives. Is that like, is that, am I like messed up in the head? Yeah. Am I the 10%? That would be different. Yes. Okay. All right. Now I've always wanted to know. And yes, that's why Foxy's always kind of sad and depressed and a little scared when you come home because she's like, oh, God, no more costumes. <laughs> I'm a psychopath. Uh, I don't know if I would qualify that as a psychopath, but it's definitely not in the realm of normal. You know what? Who asked you? Uh, moving on. Um, so, yeah, that was a great tangent. It's an interesting philosophical Quandary. question yeah. to pose. Yes, you know, it is. I didn't really know that stranger things would bring that out but i didn't either interesting for for this long to think about that people like we basically just discussed the question of are people is there really such thing as evil in people like in like well i i brought up you brought up i just brought up that that she like i wouldn't necessarily see the bully girl die no no i i just said i wouldn't necessarily shed a tear if something bad happens to a-holes in movies uh and of course they are set up with a perspective we only see for a little bit and then we have a like um a feeling towards them right like oh this this person's being an a-hole like three out of the three scenes they're an a-hole but i'm sure they're gonna go into oh my family life screwed up and oh i had well, like kind of did that in the last season with the with the douchebag brother yeah 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 like he was getting like beaten with a baseball bat and honestly the the only um retribution i feel because he was so bad uh was that he he literally sacrificed his own life uh, which i think turned a lot of people's uh, minds around like oh like he happened to be a, a pretty cool did he guy. do that intentionally at the end i thought yes. he was already taken over no he still had his consciousness and that's why he was screaming <laughs> When I can't, when the, I the void took him, no, yeah, much. no. He basically, he was fighting himself, and then he regained control of himself, and that's what, like, he created a distraction to, you know, for the plan to work. Basically, so he sacrificed himself. Okay, so basically, that was his uh, retribution. So I'm glad that this show did that because I was going to say it's kind of sad when I've noticed that a lot of shows will. They'll kind of show how, like, the backstory of the character, like what makes them evil, like the dad. You know, they'll show that, but then you still get the satisfaction of seeing them die. You know, like they still get their punishment. Oh, Erica, that's so... Why did you say satisfaction? You don't know the all the ins and outs of, of that particular person's life. and That's what I'm saying. I don't like that the shows do that, usually. They give you that satisfaction of like, this person just dies anyways in the end. But I didn't realize, I forgot that they had done that, where they showed that he actually made a sacrifice of himself. Like, he is capable of being good Mm -hmm. you know so i think that that's important Mm -hmm. that is important and you never know it might happen again in season four Mm -hmm. of stranger things one thing i really like about downton abbey (laughs) is that they did that with the character (laughs) shane or what the fell what the fell? What, what the, the, what the fell? That's a new segment on our show. What the fell with Eric Neighbors? What the fell? Is the, the gay character where they kind of showed what made him 
kind of become so mean and a lot of it was because back then you know you're not really allowed to be gay and so he was being suppressed all the time or whatever and so he he had all this anger that he was always kind of releasing on people and it wasn't fair but they kind of rehabilitated his character over time like they showed him how to be kinder to people and you know basically that it's you know don't take your anger with society out on like people that are trying to be nice to you and you know your coworkers and stuff so i liked that they kind of i like i i think it's kind of a cop out when shows basically they show you the the evil villain they show you how they became evil but they still give you the satisfaction of like killing them off and like them getting their dues i think it's actually more brave when shows show you the evil character and then they show you how they became that way and then they rehabilitate them over time into a a good character one that you can't help but like i think that's more powerful Ooh, and it gives you good. hope for humanity, you know? Yeah, yeah. So in summary, Stranger Things 4 is pretty cool. Um, and it does make you think about a lot of things. It makes you think about a lot of things. Yeah. Philosophy on life. I don't know if there's anywhere you guys can comment or talk to us. There but is, yeah. If you can, tell me what you think about are people born evil or do they become evil over time? Mm-hmm. And is it and okay is, for uh, you to want them to be crushed in, in the skull by a, a giant mind flare or not? Or do you think they can be rehabilitated? Like, what do you think? And do you think after they're rehabilitated, if their sins are forgiven or not? In, in a metaphorical way. What does that mean? So basically, I know like a lot of TV shows and, and movies where the bad guy becomes good and all of a sudden they're like with the crew. Like, kind of like Loki, right? Like, Loki was the bad guy in the first Avengers. He killed many, many people. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's buddy-buddies with everybody. And it's like, holy cow. Like, everyone's just going to forget the fact that he, like, wiped out, like, a percentage of New York. But that's just just interesting to me. Because he was rehabilitated. See, and I feel like that gets into, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> another long tangent. That gets into another long tangent <laughs> that I maybe shouldn't do right now. Like, what if, what if Hitler? Oh gosh, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> like, what if, what, what if you got to Hitler before he killed himself, right? And then you turn him his mind around, and then he he forced his German army to like attack the Russians because, like he said, you know what, the the communists are the real enemy. So then the Americans and the Nazis went against the Russians. These things happen in history all the time. Yeah, it's like Mindy in The Good Place, or in The Medium Place. Hmm. The show The Good Place, speaking of more TV shows. Oh my goodness. The Good Place. (laughs) Mindy was in The Medium Place. Welcome to our 23-hour long podcast. Because her whole life, she was a lawyer that would like like defend like murderers or something i don't remember what she did but she was basically like a bad lawyer you yeah. know like a, a a really good lawyer for really bad people and then at the end of her life she like used all of her money that she made in being a lawyer and gave it to like charities that provided yeah and that's food that's the everyone. joke why she ended up so not in heaven she, not in hell but yeah, in the middle place she's in the medium place if, if you guys have never seen the show that's kind of what it's, it's about. yeah instead of heaven or hell she's basically in this like weird like cul-de-sac track house like two-bedroom track house in the middle of nowhere in like a prairie that has no flowers but it has like wheat 
And then like she has beer, but it's never cold. It's always like warm beer. So that's like so the medium it's like, place. It's like the real purgatory. Everything's like in the middle. It's like a real purgatory, yeah. yeah. She gets beer, but it's warm beer. So uh, I'm- She's I'm, always f- jonesing for some cocaine. Before, before, we, go, before we go, this uh, podcast <laughs> is brought- No, I'm kidding. It's not. Uh, I'm going to cut us off before we go into- Because we can go into many, many <laughs> yeah, tangents. But Stranger Things 4, check it out. We just saw episode one. It was amazing. We're going to see episode two. We might or might not talk about it. Or we might just wait for the entire part one. You know yeah. there's part one and part this two, right? This is not a Stranger Things podcast. This it, is just one episode where we decided to talk about it because we love the show. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it technically is a Stranger Things podcast right now. Well, the episode. The yeah. episode, yeah. Uh, but thank you so much, guys. Uh, if you want to see our other reviews of Stranger Things or any other show, it's going to happen in the future, definitely. Down Abbey episode is going to happen uh, pretty soon. You're excited for the movie, Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you you're a huge fan of Downton Abbey. I am a huge fan yeah, of Downton we, Abbey. So we're definitely going to have to talk about that. Um thank you guys. We're going to release it every Monday and Friday and maybe just maybe for our special Patreon listeners, we're going to release a special Wednesday uh Patreon only Ooh. podcast. Yeah, and it's going to be uncensored. <gasps> only Patreons. Only Oh my gosh. Only Patreons. Yes. It's not going to be dirty or anything. It's just going to be, you know, just a little extra. Just a little Extra, like, sugar cube in your tea. Just a little extra, you know, kiss from your mom. You know, just a little gentle kiss pick. Kiss from your mom. Uh, just a lo- another little lick from your kitty cat. Uh, but anyway, this is Josh signing off. Yes, and I am disturbed. But this is Erica also signing off. What, the, the, the little kiss from your mom? Yeah, the and lick from your kitty. I yeah? just feel, oh. it's like the word moist. Like, I just feel I like the word moist. Right now. Moist, moist, moist. Moist, 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 moist. Happy listening. Hello there. This is Josh. Have you ever wondered what life would be like with less money? I have. But that's not what I'm talking about right now. Specifically what I'm talking about is you. The weight of wealth just gnawing at your own existence would you feel so much better if you were to release maybe three to five to ten or maybe even more dollars out of your soul well we have a perfect solution for that yeah whatever has just started their own patreon account so what does that mean for you you heavy burdened fool with all that coinage of the world well Starting at $3, you can help support Yeah Whatever by going to patreon.com forward slash yeah whatever and help us help you. Free your mind and help us in our quest for world domin- <clears throat> Help us in our quest to deliver magic two to three times a week. Thank you so much. Namaste. Namaste.